Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Men just don't work as much as they used to, um, especially young men, right? Uh, teenagers 20 years ago, more than half of them, uh, 16 and over, worked. Now it's one-third. That's a big drop-off in 20 years. And every one of the generations afterwards um, works less as a cohort than they did up until 55 and older, more share of men <laughs> work than they did 20 years ago. That's weird. If we're like losing the idea that getting a work ethic, figuring out how to uh, you know, wake up hungover and show up to work on time to get the independence of having a hostile third party allow you know, pay you money to do indifferent work, that's important. <laughs> So that's Matt Welch from Reason Magazine, Libertarian. That's a Libertarian rag if you don't read it. Uh, on Bill Maher Friday night where they were talking about a crisis among young men. What was that stat at the beginning there? That it's gone from more than half of teenage men working to uh, about a third. In a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, if you'd gone back earlier than that, like when my dad was that age, it'd be practically all of them. Um, yeah, I did. I'm I'm thinking back to my circle of friends. I'm not sure anybody didn't work when when I was a teenager. I can't think of anybody, even the rich kid that I was friends with, because there was like one. Um, yeah, he had a part time job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, practically everybody, and I'm struggling to think of anybody who didn't. And uh, some of them, it was work on their own parents you know farm or whatever but it was still work um boy i'm thinking of my circle of friends in high school and i could tell you where each and every one of them worked 
Yeah. Well, that ain't the case now. Depending yeah, on where wow. you live, it might be more or less likely, but... Um, let's hear. Well, because you've got to get spectacular grades to get into the college of your choice to learn nothing, so you can get a diploma. (laughs) And uh, the job I did, you wouldn't be able to get now because they hire um, undocumented workers. Ah, to do those jobs. Uh, Here's a guy, Scott Galloway, from uh, who does a podcast on the same topic. The most unstable nations in the world have one thing in common. And that is they have too many lonely, broke, and alone men. It's the most dangerous person in the world. Someone Rusty wasn't attacked because of the fatwa. He was attacked because a guy was living in his mother's basement. Mm. We have, we have a crisis among young men and it starts at a young age. Young men are twice as likely on a behavior adjusted basis to be suspended. Seven in ten high school valedictorians are women. For every one female, for every two female graduates from college in the next five years, you only have one. The scariest stat, Walking down the avenue that is America, only one in three men under the age of 30 have had sex in the last year. And you hear sex and your brain fires. But the bottom line is, it's a key step to the elemental foundation of any society, and that is relationships. Men, young men aren't attaching to work. They aren't attaching to women. They aren't attaching to schools. We are producing too many of the most dangerous person in society. We're not going to have kids. We're not going to have a productive society. We're going to have more violence. And also, we're going to have a society... It does not value uh, young men. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. Holy cow. And we've talked about yeah. those individual things before. The fact that young men aren't having sex. That's just aren't getting girlfriends. I just I can't even wrap my head around. It. If you're over a certain age, it's unimaginable. <laughs> uh, what? So you said every young man you knew had a job when you were young. How many of them? We're actively pursuing sex. <laughs> Every single one. Well, and it's that's an old, old story in political science. If you study various revolutions and, and unstable societies, as, as Mr. Galloway was making the point, um, a, a surplus of unattached, unemployed men is just a ticking time bomb. Always has been. Usually, though... Uh, usually you're talking, you know, you're talking about some Middle Eastern country or Eastern European country or whatever. There are no jobs. That's why they're unemployed. And if mm. they're, if they're not having sex, uh, they're probably having sex. If they're not in relationships, there's some other turmoil that's going on. Well, we are or voluntarily. The Chinese, or, or hang on, the Chinese situation where you had the one child policy and you aborted millions of female fetuses for years and years, that would explain why men can't get a woman because there aren't any. But the idea that they just don't care enough to try. Wow. Yeah, we're voluntarily. So we have the lowest unemployment in the history of uh, the capitalism. And young people aren't working, and you know re- the relationships are still available if you want one, but they just don't want them. It's a, it's a, it's a self opt out of work and and relationships, which I just I don't know what's going on, what's in the water or the culture or something or both. Yeah, it's funny. There are so many cultures that have terms for these grass fed men. I think they call them in Japan, and I can't remember the other ones, but it's essentially men who don't act like men at all. How about working from home? Maybe that's the answer. Dear young man, this work from home thing is a disaster. They need young men. Young men need young men need guardrails. They need to know how to read a room. They need to put on a clean shirt. They know not to get high or drink too much during the week and then get into the office the next day. 
We have a crisis among young men. One of the most, in my view, one of the most dangerous things in our society. Well, that reminds me of something he brought up last segment was, uh, and we've talked about this a lot too, but that whole 70% of valedictorians are, are girls across the mm-hmm. country. Just the, um, uh, I've seen it myself because I got three nieces that were all straight A students. I mean, just the, 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 the culture among high school girls versus the culture among boys is so much different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting topic, too, how we got there. Do you have any idea why that is? I, I really don't. Um, academia, education, which is way left, as we've discussed for a long time, was so down, so so enthusiastic about the up with girls thing. I think this is a big part of it, and, and I'm 100% up with girls, too. I raised two of them. Um, but the up with girls became down with boys in a lot of the world of education and in ways subtle and not so subtle. Uh, schools have changed to be much more girl oriented. You'll sit still. You will listen. You will cooperate. You will not let off steam. You will not uh, be energetic. You will not act like a little boy or we will drug you. And I think even more than some of the direct consequences of that, I think there has been a cultural message being sent to young males now for a couple of decades. And I don't know how you folks would want to phrase that cultural message. Um, I'd have to think about it. It's something like the way you are and the way you behave is wrong. It's a pathology. You need to stop and act more like these human beings who happen to be females. So are these things tied together, or is it just an unfortunate coincidence? The young men not working near as much, young men not pursuing relationships, and then, you know, the culture of uh, striving in academics not being the same. Are those together with the uh, catastrophic decline in manufacturing jobs in this country? Yeah, I think those may be coincidental. Uh, but that often happens. Um, you know, two things conspire to uh, cause a, a huge effect that either one of them alone probably wouldn't have. Yeah. The uh, the initial point from whoever that was about wasn't the fatwa that got Rushdie stabbed. It was a guy living in his mom's basement. We did that story if you never heard of that. Your guy was, what is he, 24, living in his mom's basement, just hanging out in the computer. In this case, mom was letting him. He wouldn't let me go down there see what he was doing. If you live in my freaking house, I'm going in there seeing what I'm doing, what you're doing. But, um, uh, yeah, and he didn't have a job, didn't have a girlfriend. He was a loser, classic loser. Uh, I like the cut of this Scott Galloway's jib. What else has he got to say? A Tinder, two to one male to female. It sounds like a great idea. Oh, I can just order women like I do a pizza on my phone. I think I'll have the Kelly today. <laughs> Except... <laughs> Except when you when you go on it, it weeds out the people who aren't the best looking. I think because it, you know, it used to be go to a bar. Okay, maybe it was potluck, but yeah. you have to be able to learn to 100%. talk to a woman. You, you they, they, I don't think they had to talk to a woman anymore because it's just on the phone. It's just like, what's up? Fifty men on Tinder, fifty women. Forty-six of the women show all of their attention to just four men, leaving forty-six men pursuing just four women. If we have huge mating inequality, and here's the problem. When people don't get together and there's no pheromones and there's no vibe, women primarily try and make very quick assumptions about this individual's ability to garner resources in the future. 10% of the men get 90% of the attention, which is not 
lead to good behavior or form long-term relationships. Online dating is disastrous for mating and for men. It's terrible. Oh, that's interesting. That is really wow. interesting. So the winners lose and the losers lose. Because the winners are getting all the attention from the women and don't have to, you know, of course, this has always been true of like really good looking dudes. But well, yeah, but but he mentioned the pheromones and all the other stuff that, mm-hmm. that can overcome a lot of that. Right. Yeah. If it's just a picture with no other context, things we understand and don't understand, that's even more of an unequal playing field. Yeah. Yeah. It's a perverse way for two animals to get together for mating purposes. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. But resist, we must. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I got to get my eating under control. Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. What, 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 has, I've talked about this before. Like I, I said, I remember last year saying, uh, I would like to have a mild heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here come the emails again. <laughs> how but, dare you, et cetera, et cetera. How about you just have tight pants? They just do tight instead of minor heart attack. Because you don't get to there choose, you, you know, you did the, 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 how strong your heart attack is, but I need something that's a wake up call. I need something to get my attention. A mild heart attack would do it, but. Maybe perhaps if you were harpooned or something like that. <laughs> Somebody featured you on Fat Bear Week. I don't know. I don't know People start take. oinking when I walk around or something. Yeah. yeah, Judy and I went out to dinner last night, and I forgot to weigh myself this morning. <laughs> I mean, I did forget, but I wonder if there's something going on deep in my psychology. Major life changes are not, are not only hard. I find them to be impossible. I've made one in my life. I quit drinking. Other than, do you get one per life, or how does that work? Does God give you one? Or major life changes are very, very difficult to make. Mm-hmm. And and eating somewhat better is that a major life change, or is that just a tweak? Mm, I think it. I think it'd have to be a major life change, an attitude or something. Yeah. Well, I don't watch you eat. I don't follow you around be, and see gonna, you eat. You should try it. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> grotesque. Great. <laughs> How did you make a major life change, no matter what it was? Finally Love started that. finally started working out all the time. Finally cut out sugar. Finally whatever. Yeah, I don't work out all the time, but I work out regularly because I'm afraid of having a stroke. Was that a major life change? Or did you always kind of exercise? Yeah, varying levels. Mm-hmm. So no, I guess that's not a major life change. But you got so you got you got some fairly serious medical information that pushed mm-hmm. you that direction. See, that's why cool. I think it needs a you need a, a stick, carrot and stick. You need the stick. You had the stick. That's why I'm saying I need a minor heart attack. Doctor saying to me, "You got to stop eating donuts." And then maybe I would listen. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think most people. I don't think most human beings ever make a major life change. You think about it a lot. You talk about it a lot. You might buy the equipment or the membership or, or whatever it is or the, the blender that makes the food you claim you're going to eat from now on or whatever. We all do that. But I don't mm. think very many of us actually make a major life change. I think what a lot of people need is, and I'm making up this term, the uh, motivating negative. You know, call it hitting bottom, have it to, you know, your come to Jesus meeting with your boss or your spouse or your doctor or something mm. like that. I mean, it's it, that's usually it, isn't it? Yeah, right. Like an intervention, and the, the intervention sometimes by God. 
That's talking about uh, how did you make a major life change? For instance, like if it, like just stop eating crap, which I need to do. Um, I started feeling a burning sensation in my feet. Says this person. My registered nurse daughter told me I could start taking medication or ex- or start exercising, and I chose to start swimming and stopped eating sugar. Pain stopped, lost a hundred pounds, made a major change because actually, pain in the feet from being too overweight. Um, didn't you have your gallbladder give out and you got cancer? That sounds like that ought to get your attention. Do you remember writhing on the floor in pain in front of your son and calling 911? Oh, yeah, you would think that would get your attention. Although I don't think my eating habits are what killed my gallbladder. I don't think. I don't know much about gallbladders, honestly. I don't think eating too much gave you, you know, lymphoma. No, it didn't. Uh, this is a good one. Place a mirror in front of you when you eat. You'd be amazed at how little you want to eat. Yeah, we got one of those uh, via email, too. One of that suggestion. Is it that gross? Maybe I'll do it. (laughs) I've never tried that. Why would that, why would that help? I'm not sure exactly, but it's the same principle as why Zoom meetings during, uh, you know, the pandemic lockdown were so stressful to people. You're not used to looking at yourself. Oh, right. And secondly, it's like, um, saying something out loud is different than thinking it. True. And I just, I don't know, taking it in through a different perspective, huh. I, just, I don't know. Huh, interesting. Uh, no heart attack needed, just a couple of meals of bad fish will take the weight off. S- sincerely, go with God. <laughs> 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 Which is a phrase Joe has brought us and caused much controversy. <laughs> Are you wishing somebody to die or saying something nice by saying go with God? I think... The literate among us know precisely what that means. We got this text. I had a heart attack, and I still eat all kinds of crap and drink. All right. Didn't have an effect on you. Yeah. You know, I I know some people that I like very much, very fond of them, um, who have gotten the wake-up call and hit the snooze alarm. And, uh, you know, I just, I think, well, I'm not going to have them as a friend as long as I would have, and it's too bad. Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's a pretty common thing with uh, eating, drinking, all kinds of different things. Smoking. Uh, smoking, right. Um, well, it, for one thing, addictions are addictions if, if it's an addiction situation. And two, I think sometimes you're so far down the road that you think, what's the use? I was at the donuts shop yesterday. That's kind of how I ended up on this uh, topic. Uh, I was at the donut <laughs> shop yesterday. <laughs> And, man, there was a guy in there getting donuts who is one of those people that's just profoundly obese. I mean, uh, literally hard to look at, uh, the Mm. poor guy. He's wearing, like, big, giant shorts and a T-shirt. And, man, the way his arms and legs, just the fact that he was getting donuts at the donut shop. But I would assume he's a guy who just thinks, you know, I'm so far down the road. What the hell? What am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah, rough story. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Major life changes are very very different in fact they're so rare they're practically you could practically call them impossible mm. i think that sounds like giving up to me <laughs> um who Somebody is... suggested you do the noom thing because it's all psychology based what's noom it's a it's a weight loss plan website thingy n-u-m-e uh n-o-o-m okay i'll google it 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I forewarned you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Men just don't work as much as they used to, um, especially young men, right? Uh, teenagers 20 years ago, more than half of them, uh, 16 and over, worked. Now it's one third. That's a big drop off in 20 years. And every one of the generations afterwards um, works less as a cohort than they did up until. 55 and older, more share of men work than they did 20 years ago. That's weird. If we're like losing the idea that getting a work ethic, figuring out how to, uh, you know, wake up hungover and show up to work on time to get the independence of having a hostile third party allow, you know, pay you money to do indifferent work. That's important. <laughs> to pay you to that's do kind in- of a funny way to put it, but it's a good point. Pay you to do indifferent work. Um, that's just starting on the what's wrong with young men topic that they got into on Bill Maher the other night, which is pretty darn interesting. We got a bunch of text in response to the topic. Let's let's hear a little more from these various people. I suppose we should tell you who some of these people are. That's Matt Welch. He's the editor of Reason Magazine. That's a libertarian. Now we got Scott Galloway, who's a podcaster who talks about this sort of stuff in the crisis of young men. The most unstable nations in the world have one thing in common. And that is they have too many lonely, broke, and alone men. It's the most dangerous person in the world. 
Salman Rushdie wasn't attacked because of the fatwa. He was attacked because a guy was living in his mother's basement. We have, we have a crisis among young men, and it starts at a young age. Young men are twice as likely on a behavior-adjusted basis to be suspended. Seven in ten high school valedictorians are women. For every one female, for every two female graduates from college in the next five years, you only have one. The scariest stat, walking down the avenue that is America, only one in three men under the age of 30 have had sex in the last year. And you hear sex and your brain fires, but the bottom line is, it's a key step to the elemental foundation of any society, and that is relationships. Men, young men aren't attaching to work, they aren't attaching to women, they aren't attaching to schools. We are producing too many of the most dangerous person in society. We're not going to have kids. We're not going to have a productive society. We're going to have more violence. And also, we're going to have a society that does not value uh, young men. God, you combine the work stat with the sex stat. I mean, it'd be one thing if they aren't working because they're having sex. <laughs> not doing either. Well, and I thought he was, he, Matt Galloway put it, or Scott Galloway put it really, uh, you know, effectively there. They're not connecting to anything. Yeah, that that we're not is, not committing to anything anyway. That's certainly troubling, and we all, we got this. Add that, add on to that. The boys are not getting their driver's licenses on their sixteenth birthday anymore. They're waiting until they're nineteen or twenty years old, which uh, we've talked about over the years too. That's I can't that, imagine that. I can't either. I can't either. So you don't want your driver's license or a girlfriend or any money to do what you want. Uh, well, I can't relate to either of those three. Nation of eel calves. I've been saying it for decades. That is wild. I wanted all three of those things so bad. I remember at a point when I was like 14 years old asking my dad, did you talk to anybody today? Did you talk? Because he knew some people that, could, that, that they, he thought could hire me for a job. Did you talk to anybody today? I just couldn't wait. He'd come home and he, ah, I didn't get a chance today. Can you talk to him tomorrow? I wanted a job so bad. And obviously, I wanted my driver's license the second I could get it. And sure. there's nothing I wanted on earth more than a girlfriend. Never got one, but that's what I wanted. Well, you got one eventually. <laughs> eventually, not then. Uh, let's he- hear one more clip from the show. Dear young man, this work from home thing is a disaster. They need young men. Young men need young men need guardrails. They need to know how to read a room. They need to put on a clean shirt. They know not to get high or drink too much during the week, and then get into the office the next day. We have a crisis among young men. One of the most, in my view, one of the most dangerous things in our society. I don't know. Do we have time for that Tinder clip as well? Or, I mean, I've got a couple of good emails on the question, but. Okay. Yeah. Wh- why not? This is pretty important, I think. A Tinder, two to one male to female. It sounds like a great idea. Oh, I can just order women like I do a pizza on my phone. I think I'll have the Kelly today. <laughs> Except. <laughs> Except when you, when you go on it. It weeds out the people who aren't the best looking, I think, because, it, you know, it used to be go to a bar. Okay, maybe it was potluck, but yeah. you have to be able to learn to 100%. talk to a woman. You, you, they, they, I don't think they had to talk to a woman anymore because it's just on the phone. It's just like, what's up? 50 men on Tinder, 50 women. 46 of the women show all of their attention to just four men, leaving 46 men pursuing just four women. If We have huge mating inequality, and here's the problem. When people don't get together and there's no pheromones and there's no vibe, women primarily try and make very quick assumptions about this individual's ability to garner resources in the future. 10% of the men get 90% of the attention, which does not lead to good behavior or form long-term relationships. Online dating is disastrous for mating and for men. It's terrible. 
We got this text, for instance. My daughter cannot find any young men interested in dating. It makes her feel like she's the issue. Wow. Wow. Got a couple of really good emails, including this one, which begins with, why would you want to go out into the world and take chances and fail when all your base needs are met? Yeah, a lot of people brought up porn. Getting back to the the Bill Maher segment and and young men and that sort of thing, and you know how life has changed so much for young men just in the last generation or two, and and the idea that I don't particularly want or need a career, I have no interest in a girlfriend. I mean, if it was any other beast, biologists would be going crazy to understand this incredible change in behavior. Male wolves have start stopped coupling with female wolves. Oh, my God, yeah, there'd be all kinds of concern about climate change or plastics or something. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, Got a handful of pretty interesting emails, including this one uh, from Nate. Why would you want to go out into the world and take chances and fail when all of your base needs are met? You have food, you're living in your parents' home or a small apartment with roommates. Now for entertainment, you have super realistic, engaging, high-tech video games like Call of Duty that are mostly played by young men. By the way, they're not all losers either. Many of them have jobs, maybe professionals. Uh, the minute they get home from work, though, they play eight hours of Call of Duty till bedtime. And then for sex, you have trillions of gigabytes worth of free pornography on the Internet. And then he says some of the most engaging, most erotic porn, far more engaging and erotic than real-life sex could ever no, provide. No, uh, no, Disagree. No. I, uh, you know, no. maybe you, you just kind of rushed the way you worded it. Certainly, like, wilder and and crazier and more explicit. The but... wildest porn is not as good as basic real sex. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I would I would quibble only to say... Because there's the, uh, the, the sugary treat of online interaction, whether it's, uh, you know, talking to people online, uh, it feels like real companionship, but it's not, or online sex, you know, porn, whatever. It, it takes care of the sexual urge, but it doesn't fulfill the human need for sexual, um, you know, contact or sexual relationship or whatever. So again, it's the sugary treat that fills you up, but it doesn't give you the nutrition uh, you need. But anyway, that's, that's a quibble. Uh, it's not a shock. When you put an animal in an encasement and provide them with food, water, shelter, and sex, it has no desire to leave the cage. So that's an interesting point. The cage of what? I don't know. Consumerism? Comfort? Well, we got this text. Kind of fits in there. There are young men in relationships. We are following the footsteps of Japan, where technology has caused men to lose interest in real women. True. would rather fantasize online with avatars and buy panties out of vending machines. Look for that in the U.S. soon. But I was hearing about this, I feel like, before like social media smartphones and stuff like that. The The whole Japan thing. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's causing this. I know like uh, two guys that I know who told me this when they were in their forties, and they had. I think they had both been divorced in the situation, and just one of them was just never gonna, never gonna be in a relationship ever again because you know it can go wrong. And one of them tried di- dating and uh, it didn't work out, so it was just never gonna do it again. And I just, I don't. Did that happen? before also we just i i i are we are we more sensitive than we used to be to pain because heartbreak has always existed yeah well societies and we've talked about this in a a number of different contexts societies uh, tolerance for comfort versus risk or 
um, comfort versus danger change a lot based on, I mean, you know, coming out of WW2, toughness, self-reliance, risk-taking, that sort of thing, uh, rugged individualism was worshipped, and it's just slowly but surely evolved into, you know, comfort and pleasure are what people seek. John Wayne's not the role model anymore. Some metrosexual gamer is. Yeah, I guess I guess alternatives. There's just so many alternatives that are good enough. They're not great, but they're good enough to get you through the evening. Watching yeah, YouTube videos. Yeah. 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 You know what? I, part of me wonders, and I'm not advocating this. It's just something I got kicking around in my mind. Because different societies reach this state at different times. You mentioned Japan, which is a great example. Is there just some sort of internal mechanism in an animal where yes. they reach a certain yes? This is what level I've always believed. Something or other that they just stop reproducing. Yes, this is what I've always believed. The the, the way the reason we're we're stopping having babies and everything like that, it's just in the animal of we just don't need to. We don't, we're not we're not at war. We're not starving. So eh, we just lose our mojo. <laughs> we just we just lose our striving to be a dominant beast. It just kind of goes. Eh. Or get up and go, got up and went, yeah. as they say. I think it's that. I don't think it's any of the rational things people always put on it of, well, it's too expensive to have a kid today. I don't think that's, no, it, no, that's it, it at all. crap. I think there's yeah. something that just inside of us, just we got enough people, we're not at war, not hungry, so, nah. That would watch be a TV. lot of work. Kids look like a lot of work. <laughs> exactly. I'll just look at porn and play video games. I don't know. It's it just seems sad, you know. And and I was going to transition to something else, but maybe we'll get back to it. Um, there's an article I touched on last week called uh, "What It's Like to Date in the Metaverse," and what's really telling is after many paragraphs of description, they start talking to people, and uh, and they all say roughly say roughly the same. Yeah, once I met them in person, uh, the idea of like, uh, virtual being with them was so hollow. It just made me sad. I just wanted to be with them. Wow. In real life. Interesting. Oh, it was universal people expressing that. They, they were getting the candy and thought it was a meal. And then finally they had a real meal and thought, Oh my God, I can never eat candy again. And again, it was just revealing and sad, but anyway, well, what, that's enough what, of that. What happens when, uh, apparently it's not enough of that. What happens when... <laughs> not enough for you, anyway. <laughs> I mean, because we're on the older end. We didn't grow up with this. We'll be dead soon. We have we have one foot in the grave already. Certainly. Um, but when we're replaced by people that have only ever lived with the candy, there'll be nobody around to say, hey, you're eating candy. There's something way better out there. There's not going to be anybody to say that. Well, again, if we were talking about a species that wasn't human beings, I mean, if it was deer or something, I'd say, well, then the population will dwindle until the deer realize they need to reproduce. Something, you know, deep within their animal brains will kick in. They'll put together the candy, they'll let, or put down the candy, rather, and they'll absolutely demand, for reasons they can't even comprehend, the real thing again. Yeah. It, I'm picturing the dinosaurs laying around, playing video games, pleasuring themselves to porn. And then (laughs) the meteor that hit the Yucatan, that was just the coincidence. That was just the exclamation point. They're dying out anyway. Interesting. It's just my theory. It's It's unsupported by the fossil evidence. (laughs) (laughs) It 
I know I say this about like nine different things a week, but it is the most interesting story on planet Earth, isn't it? It's it. Yes, it probably is. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Point of personal privilege. Don't get brazen with me. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A San Francisco Bay Area parent is considering suing over his four-year-old son being barred from his public school after the child refused to wear a mask. Four-year-old. Four years old. Staff called a police officer Thursday when the father declined to leave campus. The Mountain View School District is among a very small number of districts in California that required masking as the school year started. Even though there is no state or county mandate. So your your local school decided to just do it on their own. So Mountain View, California, home of some of the wokest of the woke. You can't afford to live there. I don't care how rich you are. You can't. This little school district, to symbolize their hatred of Trump or something or other, is requiring tiny little preschool kids to wear masks that do zero good to signal their virtue, even though there isn't even a mandate in their county. So the dispute escalated Thursday after the school had refused the four-year-old being allowed to enter the school because the four-year-old would not wear a mask. 
His son has sensory issues, like my son, um, and has trouble wearing a mask, and all little kids do. I can't imagine, God, my kids were older, thank God, but I can't imagine how anybody got a two- to four-year-old to wear a mask very regularly. Anyway. Well, not only that, every face they encounter is masked throughout their day. What does that do to little kids? Here's my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this story. Favorite and then it makes me insane. Uh, Dad says kid has sensory issues and can't wear a mask. The district has not evaluated the child for special education services, which would offer an exception from wearing the mask. Dad says he can't get his son evaluated for disabilities without a mask. Right. <laughs> My kid has sensory issues, can't wear a mask, and they won't evaluate him for it without a mask. So what am I supposed to do? So there's no need for a mandate, according to the woke state and the woke county. This one district says, yes, we're mandating it, even for tiny little kids with perhaps special needs, and we will not even let him into the school if he shows up without him. The level of detachment from reality is astounding. So there's another favorite part of the story to me in that it gets to the nature of power. Board members said that they want to reserve the right to require masks in the future, regardless of case counts. So how do you like that? So the board members want to codify the fact that we get to declare you have to wear masks whenever we want. doesn't have anything to do with anything else except for what we decide. That's the nature of power. Uh, It went from an emergency based on we follow the science to this is, and trust, if you don't know, you're listening around the country, Mountain View is like core we follow the science part of this country, all right? Yeah, quote unquote, we follow the science and they've reserved the right to ignore the science, right? Right. So they're, so they're stating we want the ability to declare a mask mandate, even if case counts don't warrant it. That is just unbelievable. From two weeks to flatten the curve to you'll do what we say, regardless of the reasons in perpetuity. Mountain View uh, remains steadfast in its decision to mandate masks, even as nearly all of the 1,000 districts in the state of California went with the state and local guidance, which was you don't have to wear masks. But we're going to be extra masky. It doesn't matter what the case counts are. We're still going to make you wear masks, even if you're a four-year-old with sensory issues. How crazy are you people? You're nuts. Little kids who can't wear masks that protect them against something that's not going to hurt them. They weren't vectors anyway. You people are seriously mentally ill. So this Mountain View, Wisman School District, you people are mentally ill. So this guy and his wife decided to enroll their kid in the school knowing there was a mask mandate, just hoping that he would wear a mask. But at the end of the first day of the school, his teacher held up a mask covered with footprints and dirt and said the boy wouldn't wear it. By Friday, after continued efforts by school staff to get him to wear the mask, the teacher informed his parents that he would be sent home if he continued to refuse to wear a mask. The father said he could no longer watch his son cry after attending school, where he was subjected to constant mask enforcement. I said, I'm done with this. I'm not sending him to school every day to be told to put on your mask all day at school. Over the next four days, he brought his son to school and was turned away. He hired an attorney to try to force the issue. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know how that sort of stuff goes. But that is, yeah, that's... now the woke, woke superintendent is trying to, trying to claim, oh, this guy is an outside ag- agitator. He wants outside attention. This is a stunt. It used to be we could communicate civilly with people and not be, you know, videoing each other. But this is a bad guy is what she's hinting at. It's unbelievable. <sighs> wow. Child abusing idiots. It's the psychology of this. I mean, we all got introduced to something 
we didn't know existed through the pandemic. On both sides, really. But the psychology of my crowd doesn't do this or does do this, and I'm going to do it despite any evidence or not do it despite any evidence. Well, if you're talking about not getting vaccinated. Right. Um, Yeah. Meanwhile, as often when we talk about these things, uh, those of you listening in the 25 to 30 sane states in America know this is not a rerun from June of 2020. I had to wear a mask on uh, Saturday night to get into an Uber. It wouldn't let me ride in the Uber without a mask. So, Wow. Wow. Hmm. I, I got to believe most of you listening in the various places haven't seen your mask in months. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.